section twenty nine of psychology of the unconscious by carl jung this librivox recording is in the public domain section twenty nine chapter eight part three a parallel figure to mithra is the primitive man gaio mard he was created together with his bull and the two lived for six thousand years in a blissful state but when the world came into the cycle of the seventh sign of the zodiac libra the evil principle entered libra is astrologically the so-called positive domicile of venus the evil principle therefore came under the dominion of the goddess of love destruction of the sun hero through the mother wife snake whore etc as a result after thirty years gaiomard and his bull died the trials of czar tusht lasted also thirty years compare the span of christ's life fifty-five species of grain came from the dead bull twelve kinds of salubrious plants etc the sperma of the bull entered into the moon for purification but the sperma of gaiomard entered into the sun this circumstance possibly suggests a rather feminine meaning of bull gosh or div akpa is the soul of the bull and was worshipped as a female divinity she would not at first from diffidence become the goddess of the herds until the coming of zarathustra was announced to her as consolation this has its parallel in the hindu purana where the coming of krishna was promised the earth a complete analogy to christ she too travels in her chariot like ardvikura the goddess of love the soul of the bull is therefore decidedly feminine this myth of gaiomard repeats only in an altered form the primitive conception of the closed ring of a male female divinity self-beginning and forth-bringing like the sacrificial bull the fire the sacrifice of which we have already discussed in chapter three has a feminine nature among the chinese according to the commentaries of the philosopher chuang tsi the spirit of the hearth is called ki he is clad in bright red which resembles fire and appears as a lovely attractive maiden in the book of rites it is said wood is burned in the flames for the spirit of owl this sacrifice to owl is a sacrifice to old departed women these spirits of the hearth and fire are the souls of departed cooks and therefore are called old women the kitchen god develops from this pre-buddhistic tradition and becomes later male sex 
the ruler of the family and the mediator between family and god thus the old feminine fire spirit becomes a species of logos compare with this the remarks in chapter three from the bull's sperma the progenitors of the cattle came as well as two hundred and seventy-two species of useful animals according to minochired guyomard had destroyed the dev azure who was considered the demon of evil appetites in spite of the efforts of zarathustra this demon remained longest on the earth he was destroyed at last at the resurrection like satan in the apocalypse of john in another version it is said that angro manius and the serpent were left until the last so as to be destroyed by Ahuramazda himself according to a surmise by kern zarathustra may mean golden star and be identical with mithra mithra's name is connected with neo-persian mir which means sun and love in zagreus we see that the bull is also identical with the god hence the bull sacrifice is a god sacrifice but on a primitive stage the animal symbol is so to speak only a part of the hero he sacrifices only his animal therefore symbolically renounces only his animal nature the internal participation in the sacrifice is expressed excellently in the anguished ecstatic countenance of the bull slaying mithra he does it willingly and unwillingly hence the somewhat hysterical expression which has some similarity to the well-known mawkish countenance of the crucified of guido rennie bendorf says the features which especially in the upper portion bear an absolutely ideal character have an extremely morbid expression cumont himself says of the facial expression of the tower octonus the countenance which may be seen in the best reproductions is that of a young man of an almost feminine beauty the head has a quantity of curly hair which rising up from the forehead surrounds him as with a halo the head is slightly tilted backwards so that the glance is directed towards the heavens and the contraction of the brows and the lips give a strange expression of sorrow to the face the ostian head of mithra tower octinus illustrated in cumont has indeed an expression which we recognize in our patients as one of sentimental resignation sentimentality is repressed brutality hence the exceedingly sentimental pose which had its counterpart in the symbolism of the shepherd and the lamb of contemporaneous christianity with the addition of infantilism meanwhile it is only his animal nature which the god sacrifices that is to say his sexuality always in close analogy to the course of the sun we have learned in the course of this investigation that the part of the libido which erects religious structures is in the last analysis 
fixed in the mother and really represents that tie through which we are permanently connected with our origin briefly we may designate this amount of libido as mother libido as we have seen this libido conceals itself in countless and very heterogeneous symbols also in animal images no matter whether of masculine or feminine nature differences of sex are at bottom of a secondary value and psychologically do not play the part which might be expected from a superficial observation the annual sacrifice of the maiden to the dragon probably represented the most ideal symbolic situation in order to pacify the anger of the terrible mother the most beautiful woman was sacrificed as symbol of man's libido less vivid examples are the sacrifice of the first-born and various valuable domestic animals a second ideal case is the self-castration in the service of the mother dea syria etc a less obvious form of which is circumcision by that at least only a portion is sacrificed with these sacrifices the object of which in ideal cases is to symbolize the libido drawing away from the mother life is symbolically renounced in order to regain it by the sacrifice man ransoms himself from the fear of death and reconciles the destroying mother in those later religions where the hero who in olden times overcomes all evil and death through his labours has become the divine chief figure he becomes the priestly sacrificer and the regenerator of life but as the hero is an imaginary figure and his sacrifice is a transcendental mystery the significance of which far exceeds the value of an ordinary sacrificial gift this deepening of the sacrificial symbolism regressively resumes the idea of the human sacrifice this is partly due to the preponderance of fantastic editions which always take their subject matter from greater depths and partly due to the higher religious occupation of the libido which demanded a more complete and equivalent expression thus the relation between mithra and his bull is very close it is the hero himself in the christian mysteries who sacrifices himself voluntarily the hero as we have sufficiently shown is the infantile personality longing for the mother who as mithra sacrifices the wish the libido and as christ gives himself to death both willingly and unwillingly upon the monuments of the mithraic religion we often meet a strange symbol a crater mixing bowl encoiled by a serpent sometimes with a lion who as antagonist opposes the serpent it appears as if the two were fighting for the crater the crater symbolizes as we have seen the mother the serpent the resistance defending her and the lion the greatest strength and strongest will the struggle is for the mother the serpent takes part almost regularly in the mithraic sacrifice of the bull moving towards the blood flowing from the wound it seems to follow from that that the life of the bull 
blood is sacrificed to the serpent previously we have pointed out the mutual relationship between serpent and bull and found there that the bull symbolizes the living hero the shining sun but that the serpent symbolizes the dead buried or chthonic hero the invisible sun as the hero is in the mother in the state of death the serpent is also as the symbol of the fear of death the sign of the devouring mother the sacrifice of the bull to the serpent therefore signifies a willing renunciation of life in order to win it from death therefore after the sacrifice of the bull wonderful fertility results the antagonism between serpent and lion over the crater is to be interpreted as a battle over the fruitful mother's womb somewhat comparable to the more simple symbolism of the tishtraya song where the demon Asha, the black horse has possession of the rain lake and the white horse tishtraya must banish him from it death from time to time lays its destroying hand upon life and fertility and the libido disappears by entering into the mother from whose womb it will be born renewed it therefore seems very probable that the significance of the mithraic bull sacrifice is also that of the sacrifice of the mother who sends the fear of death as the contrary of the okida moriturus is also intended here so is the act of sacrifice and impregnating of the mother the chthonic snake demon drinks the blood that is to say the libido sperma of the hero committing incest life is thus immortalized for the hero because like the sun he generates himself anew after all the preceding materials it can no longer be difficult to recognize in the christian mysteries the human sacrifice or the sacrifice of the son to the mother just as Addis emasculates himself on account of the mother so does christ himself hang upon the tree of life the wood of martyrdom the in greek hecate the chthonic mother and by that redeems creation from death by entering again into the mother's womb matuta pieta of michelangelo he redeems in death the sin in life of the primitive man adam in order symbolically through his deed to procure for the innermost and most hidden meaning of the religious libido its highest satisfaction and most pronounced expression the martyrdom of christ has in augustine as well actually the meaning of a hieroscamos with the mother corresponding to the adonis festival where venus and adonis were laid upon the nuptial couch proceret christus quasi sponsus de tomo sue presagio nuptiarum exit ad compum seculi pervenit usque ad cucus torum torus has the meaning of bed pillow concubine beer et ibi firma wit ascendendo conjugium ubi cum sentirit angelantum in suspirius creaturum commerscio pietatis se pro conjuge dedit ad prinum et copulavit sibi porpetuo iure matronam 
this passage is perfectly clear a similar death overtakes the syrian melkarth who riding upon a sea-horse was annually burned among the greeks he is called melakertes and was represented riding upon a dolphin the dolphin is also the steed of arion we have learned to recognize previously the maternal significance of dolphin so that in the death of melkarth we can once more recognize the negatively expressed hieroscamos with the mother compare fraser golden bough four page eighty seven this figurative expression is of the greatest teleological significance through its symbol it leads that libido which inclines backward into the original primitive and impulsive upwards to the spiritual by investing it with a mysterious but fruitful function it is superfluous to speak of the effect of this symbol upon the unconscious of occidental humanity a glance over history shows what creative forces were released in this symbol the comparison of the mithraic and the christian sacrifice plainly shows wherein lies the superiority of the christian symbol it is the frank admission that not only are the lower wishes to be sacrificed but the whole personality the christian symbol demands complete devotion it compels a veritable self-sacrifice to a higher purpose while the sacrificium mithriacum remaining fixed on a primitive symbolic stage is contented with an animal sacrifice the religious effect of these symbols must be considered as an orientation of the unconscious by means of imitation in miss miller's fantasy there is internal compulsion in that she passes from the horse sacrifice to the self-sacrifice of the hero whereas the first symbolizes renunciation of the sexual wishes the second has the deeper and ethically more valuable meaning of the sacrifice of the infantile personality the object of psychoanalysis has frequently been wrongly understood to mean the renunciation or the gratification of the ordinary sexual wish while in reality the problem is the sublimation of the infantile personality or expressed mythologically a sacrifice and rebirth of an infantile hero in the christian mysteries however the resurrected one becomes a super mundane spirit and the invisible kingdom of god with its mysterious gifts are obtained by his believers through the sacrifice of himself on the mother in psychoanalysis the infantile personality is deprived of its libido fixations in a rational manner the libido which is thus set free serves for the building up of a personality matured and adapted to reality who does willingly and without complaint everything required by necessity it is so to speak the chief endeavour of the infantile personality to struggle against all necessities and to create coercions for itself where none exist in reality the serpent as an instrument of sacrifice has already been abundantly illustrated legend of st sylvester trial of the virgins wounding of ra and the philoctetes symbolism of the lance and arrow it is the destroying knife but according to the principle of the okidi morituris also the phallus the sacrificial act represents a coitus act as well the religious significance of the serpent as a cave-dwelling chthonic animal points to a further thought namely to the creeping into the mother's womb in the form of a serpent as the horse is the brother so the serpent is the sister of jawantapal 
this close relation refers to a fellowship of these animals and their characters with the hero we know of the horse that as a rule he is not an animal of fear although mythologically he has at times this meaning he signifies much more the living positive part of the libido the striving towards continual renewal whereas the serpent as a rule represents the fear the fear of death and is thought of as the antithesis to the phallus this antithesis between horse and serpent mythologically between bull and serpent represents an opposition of the libido within itself a striving forwards and a striving backwards at one and the same time it is not only as if the libido might be an irresistible striving forward an endless life and will for construction such as schopenhauer has formulated in his world will death and every end being some malignancy or fatality coming from without but the libido corresponding to the sun also wills the destruction of its creation in the first half of life its will is for growth in the second half of life it hints softly at first and then audibly at its will for death and just as in youth the impulse to unlimited growth often lies under the enveloping covering of a resistance against life so also does the will of the old to die frequently lie under the covering of a stubborn resistance against the end this apparent contrast in the nature of the libido is strikingly illustrated by a priapic statuette in the antique collection at verona priapus smilingly points with his finger to a snake biting off his membrum he carries a basket on his arm filled with oblong objects probably phalli evidently prepared as substitutes a similar motive is found in the deluge of rubens in the munich art gallery where a serpent emasculates a man this motive explains the meaning of the deluge the maternal sea is also the devouring mother the fantasy of the world conflagration of the cataclysmic end of the world in general is nothing but a mythological projection of a personal individual will for death therefore rubens could represent the essence of the deluge fantasy in the emasculation by the serpent for the serpent is our own repressed will for the end for which we find an explanation only with the greatest difficulty concerning the symbolism of the serpent in general its significance is very dependent upon the time of life and circumstances the repressed sexuality of youth is symbolized by the serpent because the arrival of sexuality puts an end to childhood to age on the contrary the serpent signifies the repressed thought of death with our author it is the insufficiently expressed sexuality which as serpent assumes the role of sacrificer and delivers the hero over to death and rebirth as in the beginning of our investigation the hero's name forced us to speak of the symbolism of popocatepetl as belonging to the creating part of the human body so at the end does the miller drama again give us an opportunity of seeing how the volcano assists in the death of the hero and causes him to disappear by means of an earthquake into the depths of the earth as the volcano gave birth and name to the hero so at the end of the day it devours him again we learn from the last words of the hero that his longed-for beloved she who alone understands him is called yani wama we find in this name 
those lisped syllables familiar to us from the early childhood of the hero hiawatha wawa wama mama the only one who really understands us is the mother for verchen to understand o high german firsten is probably derived from a primitive germanic prefix fry identical with the greek meaning roundabout the old high german antifristen to interpret is considered as identical with firstum from that results the fundamental significance of the verb verchen to understand as standing round about something comprehendre and greek equivalent express a similar idea as a german erfassen to grasp to comprehend the thing common to these expressions is the surrounding the enfolding and there is no doubt that there is nothing in the world which so completely enfolds us as the mother when the neurotic complains that the world has no understanding he says indirectly that he misses the mother paul verlaine has expressed this thought most beautifully in his poem mon rêve familier my familiar dream often i have that strange and poignant dream of some unknown who meets my flame with flame who with each time is never quite the same yet never wholly different does she seem she understands me every fitful gleam troubling my heart she reads aright somehow even the sweat upon my pallid brow she soothes with tears a cool and freshening stream if she is dark or fair i do not know her name only that it is sweet and low like those of loved ones who have long since died her look is like a statue's kind and clear and her calm voice distant and dignified like those hushed voices that i love to hear end of section twenty nine end of psychology of the unconscious by carl jung